Hallelujah, hallelujah. God bless you once again for joining us for the season two of our weekend ministerial course. Hallelujah. I believe that the season one was a blessing unto many. And I believe that this season two is also a blessing. God bless you so much for connecting and for always making time to be part of this broadcast. I believe that it is shaping a lot of lives and it is impacting a lot of people. Hallelujah. God bless you so much. God bless you so much for connecting. Today I had a, a message from a fellow all the way from Kumasi talking and then he told me about how the broadcast is being a blessing unto him. I also met one man of God in town today and he also told me about how the broadcast is being a blessing unto him. So we are so happy that you are part of this broadcast and I know that God is raising an army and that army will be blameless and will give glory to God. Hallelujah. Ministry must be done in such a way that others must see and give glory to God. Ministry must be done in such a way that many will see you and give glory to your Father in heaven. Hallelujah. So, you can be anointed, you can be gifted, you can be, you, you can be word-based, you can know the scriptures, but if you don't know how to carry yourself well, you will put the ministry into disrepute. And that is why pastoral ethics is very important. And let me tell you somebody that pastoral ethics is not strictly in code for pastors, but it is for anybody and everybody that is in ministry. You can be a, a music minister, and this, these things that we are mentioning will help you. Hallelujah. God bless you so much for tonight. This morning, we spoke about... This morning we spoke about um, features of an honorable invitation. I want to just recap on it and then move straight to, this, uh, to, to today's assignment. Number one thing that we mentioned is that for you to invite a man of God honorably, number one, invite the minister to an important and well-attended occasion. Hallelujah. Number two, unless impossible, be present at the service for which you invited the person. Number three, the senior pastor should introduce the visiting minister himself. Number four, during the introduction, refer to your guest by his official title. For example, the title he or she accords to himself. Number six, find out his full name and pronounce it correctly. Number seven, use the full and proper name of the church and ministry. Number eight, do not be surprised if you, if you are unable to establish relationship with some minister. Don't be surprised about that. Number nine, do not be surprised if some ministers abandon you. Okay? Do not be surprised if they abandon you. And then number ten, show respect to pastor, to pastor who are inviting your church but are not ministering. Show respect to them. Hallelujah. So this morning we spoke about that and then 
we launched into how to show respect to senior colleagues. And we spoke about how when a senior colleague visits your church, number one, acknowledge his presence. Or even if a colleague, a friend, a, 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 a minister of God, it visits your fellowship or your church, even if he or she is not ministering, please acknowledge his presence. And one way of doing that is that you can invite him to the pulpit to say hello to the congregation. And another way of doing that is that you just let him wave to the congregation or stand on his feet and wave to the congregation. It is a way of acknowledging the presence of the minister of God. Let me tell you, it's not easy to leave your church and come to come to another church and just say, I'm just come to visit you and I'm just come to fellowship with you. So anytime you have the opportunity to be to 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 have a minister of God in your occasion or in your fellowship, please take your time and acknowledge their presence. It will do your ministry a lot of good. Hallelujah. Another thing is that do not use a senior colleague as an aid to demonstrate a point when they come to your ministry. Do not call a senior colleague with his nickname. It is bad. Another thing is that please do not go and lay hands on a senior colleague when they invite, when they visit your ministry, your fellowship. Don't do that. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 7 says that the greater is the one that blesses the lesser. Hallelujah. So don't make that mistake. Don't be moved by youthful exuberance in the name of your being led by the Spirit. No, the Spirit of God does not contradict the Word of God. I might communicate to somebody. So always be alert and don't lay hands on the senior minister that have, that have visited your ministry, your church, or something that you are doing. Okay? Now, refer to him by his title and not by his first name. Refer to, if he's a reverend, refer to him by the reverend. reverend. If he's a chief apostle, add the chief to the apostle. If he's a pastor, say he's a pastor. Don't go and be mentioning some name or just mention one of his name. No, it's not good. It's not ethical. These things that we are learning will help you a lot. Hallelujah. So that was for this morning. But this evening, we are going to move straight to ethics for handling visiting ministers. Ethics for handling visiting ministers. Along the way, we will realize that some of the things intertwine and some of the things, they, 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 they correlate. Hallelujah. And I believe that after this teaching, we will know how to be able to handle visiting ministers. God bless you so much. Hallelujah. Now, straight to the point. If you have your pen and your, and, and your book, get ready. We are about to mention some things. And I believe that it's going to be of a great blessing even unto you. God bless you. Get prepared with your pen and your, and your book. You may not need it today, but you will need it tomorrow and maybe for the rest of your life these are simple things but they make great impact in ministry hallelujah bible says wisdom is the principal thing and don't forget the heart of ethics is principle so this principle is what makes you a principality in life hallelujah god bless you and get ready for tonight's teaching
Hallelujah. Thank you. I assume that you are set for tonight as well. We will not take much of your time, but please stay tuned and then receive these things into your spirit and into your books. Hallelujah. And I believe that it's going to bless you a lot. Before I start, let me acknowledge few men of God online. Uh, I can see evangelist Josh Banda. God bless you so much. God bless you so much for connecting senior man of God. God bless you. I acknowledge your presence. I can see my beautiful, sweet, sexy, romantic wife online, Soa Sisi. She said, looking, I'm looking very great as usual. And he said, anointing for freshness. More grace, Papa. More grace, Mommy. God bless you. I can see Prophet Henry Ahenekwa, a great man of God of prayer fest. God bless you, Wedfest. God bless you so much for everything and for what you are doing in the kingdom. You are a pillar and you are a great mover in the kingdom. We acknowledge you and I love you so, so much. Yeah, and Prophet Henry Ahenekwa said, following, following. God bless you. Amen. God bless you too, man of God. I can see uh, brother Tony Bravoe. God bless you so much, great man of God. When I heard the testimony about your life from my friend, Prophet Kafuidol, I was so happy. And God bless you for what you stand for in the kingdom and what you are doing in the kingdom. May the Lord strengthen you and may the Lord make his face shine upon you and give you peace as you continue to support the agenda of the kingdom. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And I can see my own sister and a woman of God. I call her also of Mami Slave Queen. She is a very great woman of God, Edna Collinsia Banfo. She says she's watching me live. God bless you for watching me live. I know that your life will never be the same. And I can see my brother, Pastor Samuel Opoku Apia, also watching. God bless you so much. I am so happy when I see my colleague and my people that and it shows that we are together and, 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 and we are solidly going somewhere. Hallelujah. Prophet Henry Ahimkwa says he's set for tonight. I am also set for you. We are about to fly into the air. Hallelujah. And I know that our life will never be the same so quickly. Okay, amen. I can see the man of God, Nana Kwame Karis, also saying, God bless me. God bless you also. Man of God, I don't take your association for granted at all. I want, you to, I want you to know that I love you and I don't take it for granted. God bless you for always being part of us. I can see my brother all the way from uh, UDS, University for Development Studies, William Okai. God bless you, great man. And uh, uh, I love you so much. It's been a long time. I pray that one day we will meet and then we'll fellowship together. And uh, brother Tony Bradford say amen and God bless me. God bless you too, man of God. I love you so much. Quickly, let's just move uh, to today's uh, broadcast. I believe that our life will never be the same. This morning, the network was so bad, but it's like this evening, we have been favored. And we just pray that it will be sustained as it is. Hallelujah. Um, in the next 30 minutes, we'll be out of this place. So stay connected. Please, you can share the broadcast. Help somebody. Let somebody know what is happening here online. And I know that your life will never be the same. So today, we are talking about ethics for handling visiting ministers. Let me tell you something. Visiting ministers are the most important people in your service for that day. Visiting ministers. When you invite an invited guest, please, that person is the most important person for the ministry for that day. Don't take him or her for granted. You invited him for a reason. Treat him well. 
This morning we saw the scripture in Matthew where the ruler knelt before Jesus and he said, please come to my house. It is a sign of honor. It is a sign of honor for the anointing. This one, I said, anointing is costly than gold and diamond. Anointing must not be taken for granted. As a matter of fact, the Bible said that every good and perfect gift comes from God. It means that anointing is perfection. Anointing is good. So anytime you are relating with an anointed person, please treat them very well. A visiting minister is the most important person for the occasion. The visiting minister is very important and must be treated as such. Hallelujah. Unfortunately, many resident pastors do not know how to relate appropriately with a visiting minister. And sometimes I believe that it is because they themselves are not really into this itinerary ministry. Okay? So I believe that this broadcast is going to help us. I've made a lot of mistakes and of inviting or treating visiting ministers and i'm still learning and i'm still learning hallelujah god bless you now this is often because the visiting ministers themselves have never been invited before or they have never been invited to preach somewhere before okay the wrong handling of a visiting minister often leads to offenses especially if the relationship is not really strong okay if the relationship is not really strong when you, when you treat them wrongly, it leads to offenses. It also leads to breaking of vital relationships. Because relationship, when you are building it, it's not easy. When you get one or you get one, you get two. Please keep it very well. Keep it very well. It will bless you. Hallelujah. So, let's look at some things that we must observe. So, please, observe, the, observe therefore the following standard in your relationship with visiting ministers. I want to uh, say this thing before I continue. Please, this is not a Bible school. This is a school of ministry. This is ministry, okay? Bible school is good. But I'm not here to teach you Bible. I believe that many people that are watching, they are deep. But these things that we are looking at are, they are things that we learn in ministry. Or you must know in ministry. Hallelujah. God bless you. At a better time or as at, a, 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 at a favorable time, we may go into Bible ministry where we will, we, will, we will search the Bible and talk deep things in the Word of God. But for this uh, session, we are talking about purely ministry and we are just focusing on pastoral ethics. We have mentioned a lot of things and today we are handling ethics for handling visiting ministers. Number one, invite ministers personally and follow up Follow it up with a letter. What did I say? Invite the minister personally and follow it up with a letter. It's very important. Hello? It is very important. One without the other does not make it complete. So you can call, invite them. Papa, can you make it to our meeting? Man of God, can we make it? Can you make it to our meeting? Bishop, please, and we will be very happy if uh, you can bless us in our meeting or our coming event. Now, after that, if possible, follow it up with a letter. If you are not so close to the person, because these days, I think the post office are not really working well, but you can send an email, you can send a letter, something in the written form to the person. Please, it shows honor. Hallelujah. It shows honor. Number two, the visiting minister should be welcome at his point of entry. What I'm trying to say is that if the visiting minister is coming from Kumasi 
and the visiting minister will get to a junction. Please meet him or her at the junction. Don't be on phone and be saying, but you're far right, far left. Please, it is very bad. It is very bad. It is very unethical. Meet the visiting minister at the junction or at his point of entry. If the person is coming with a plane, meet the person at the airport. Hello? This is very important. This is very, very important. Hallelujah. So, if the external minister is coming from another location, as much as possible, a minister of his rank must receive him at the airport. So what I'm trying to say is that even if the minister will be alighting at the airport, don't send your your ushers to go and welcome the person. It is very bad. Go yourself if you are available. Meet the person yourself. Welcome him yourself. Don't treat him like an entity. Please, even if you are doing him a favor, at least give him a sense of importance. Before he even holds your microphone to minister. So meet him. And if you are not able to meet the person yourself. Please in the name of God. Send important delegates to the person. Let them dress well. No people in Nika. Let them dress well to uh, meet him. It is very important. These things will bless your ministry as well. Okay. And this thing that I just said also applies to it when the minister is also departing from town. When the minister is also departing from town, you must also accord him that same respect. Take him to a point where he's going to pick the VIP or be going to pick the, 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 the plane. Hallelujah. For example, if the plane comes to minister to you, make sure you pick a car. Let him alight at maybe the VIP station. Don't just say bye-bye at the gate of the church. It is very bad. It is unethical. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number three. The visiting minister should sit next to the inviting minister or invited minister. The visiting minister or the person inviting you must sit by the person invited in the church. Don't go and put the person you, are in, you have invited at the far end of the of the chair and you'll be at the far end it is not good sit together okay sit together there's a question that the visiting minister would like to do what will ask you so that it will be very easy for him to talk to you it will be very easy for him to request for some things that he may need during the service it is very important so please if you invite a man of god sit by him in service sit by him in service Hallelujah. Number four. Refer to the invited minister by the official designated name. Okay? When you are inviting the minister that you have invited or the guest minister, please use the name that he, he used for himself. He, if he, he says he's a prophet, I beg, add the prophet. If he says he's a reverend minister, please add the reverend minister. Please, if he says he's a chief apostle, make it a chief apostle. If he's doctor, doctor, professor, chief apostle, add everything. It's very important. It's a good way of handling a visiting minister. It will bless you. Hallelujah. If the person is a general overseer, don't go and say general superintendent. The person might be offended. So please, 
in as much as possible, accord him the name that he has accorded himself. It's very important. Hallelujah. Number five. Know the full name of the church of your invited guest. If his church is Lighthouse Chapel, don't go and say Light Chapel. If his church is Omega House, don't go and say Omega Room. If his, if his church is Solemn Present Arena, don't go and be saying other things. Hallelujah. So be very critical. Try to know every name of that person. It is important to acknowledge the name of the minister. It's very important. Now, the next thing I would like us to know in handling a visiting minister is that identify and introduce the visiting minister's delegates. Some people come with a lot of people. They associate their wife. They sometimes come with their senior colleagues and things. Please, in as much as possible, be able to know the people that came with him. Acknowledge them during your introduction of the man of God. Because it is not easy to come to your, your church with all these people. So when they come with other people, take time. Don't be in a rush. Take time. Acknowledge them. If you came with the wife, please take your time and introduce the wife nicely. She's an important person. Okay? So anytime you get the opportunity to invite a man of God, when the person comes with his entourage, please make sure you know the person that the people that he came with and try as much as possible to acknowledge all of them it is very important don't forget we are talking about ethics for handling visiting ministers hallelujah ethics for handling visiting ministers the next point is that use the proper name of the invited ministers ministers church like i said earlier not remembering correctly the name gives the impression that you are dealing with a, a, a non-entity or an, an unimportant person or an unimportant church. And it is very unfortunate. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay? Please, make sure you know the name. Names are very important. Make sure you know the name of the church your guest is coming from. Don't just treat that thing casually. It is very bad. Number, or the next one. Give the external minister adequate time to minister. When you invite a man of God, don't go and be giving the man of God 10 minutes, 5 minutes. It, it, it shows that you don't respect the anointing upon the man of God. Give the guest that you have invited adequate time to minister. After 10 minutes, don't go and be writing things and put, be putting it on the, the, the pulpit. Please, it is not good. It is very bad. It is very bad. When you invite a man of God, that's not the time for you to be shown that you are a major prophet or you are the prophet of prophets. And Master, if you know that you will prophesy, don't invite him. When he comes, give him ample time to move and to minister. Hallelujah. It will bless you. It will bless you. The next point is that introduce your guest minister with excitement. Don't frown, no matter your condition, no matter the situation in which you find yourself. Never ever introduce a guest minister with a frown face. Be excited and let your congregation be excited about his presence. It's very important. I'm talking about ethics for handling visiting ministers. Hallelujah. The next one is an outline and explain specifically to the external minister any function 
or expectation you may have of him. Okay? For example, if you want him to raise funds, if you want him to dedicate something, okay, let him know it before he mounted, but don't surprise him. Okay? So, explain specifically to the external minister whatever you want him to do in detail. Discuss it with him. In detail. Don't surprise your guests. Am I communicating? Now, on condition of the external minister should be clearly defined prior or before his arrival. Okay? Every condition. For example, his financial transportation accommodation arrangement. The minister must be given the option to decide whether he will come in spite of the condition that you are offering him. So please, his transportation, his accommodation, his traveling, please discuss him with him properly before he comes. Don't surprise him. Don't overlook those things. If the person is coming from afar, spend time and discuss it with him. It is a good way of handling a visiting minister. Hallelujah. Now, the onenarium and all expenses can and must be discussed in many cases before the minister accepts the invitation. Onenarium is simply the honor you bestow or, or, you, uh, to, to, or you give to the man of God in the form of money or in the form of provision. Hallelujah. So the onenarium must be discussed well before the minister leaves wherever he is coming from. This is especially important if the minister is coming from a long place or a distant place. You may wrongly assume that the ministering, visiting minister will only incur the cost of his plane ticket. But you may not know that he didn't only, he's not only incurring the cost of his transportation, but for all you know, he picked car to, the, to, to lodge around the airport so that early morning he, he will be able to catch the plane so that he will get to your place very early. So discuss it with the visiting minister very well so that you know the onenarium to be given unto him. So because of this, let me quickly branch and talk about some, some things that you must consider when you are giving a man of God an onenarium. Onenarium is simply the money or the provision you make for a man of God before they leave. Hallelujah. Number one, a good onenarium should include expenses and blessings. When I talk about expenses, I'm talking about his transportation, I'm talking about his accommodation, I'm talking about his well-being. A good onenarium must include his expenses and then a blessing. Okay? It is very important. Luke chapter 6 verse 33. Luke chapter 6 verse 33. I'm saying that the, a good onenarium should include expenses and blessings. If I'm talking about a blessing, I'm talking about something that you just used to say, Father, thank you, or man of God, thank you for coming. It doesn't include any expenses or accommodation. It doesn't include any of those things. Out of your heart or out of the genuineness of the ministry, man of God, we are blessing you with this thing. So a good on an area is not only a blessing, but a good on an area includes the, 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 the expenses of the man of God. Let's look at something in Luke chapter 6, verse 31. Luke 6, 31. Yes. It says, it says, it says, do, do to others, do to others, 
as you would have them do to as you. you will have them do to you yes hallelujah Amen. so please when you are considering an onenarium for a man of god remember that they will do unto you what you want them to do unto hallelujah so do unto others what you want others to do unto you. It is very important. Hallelujah. Number two, a visiting minister's rank also determines what a good onenarium should be. Look at the rank of the minister before you consider the onenarium given to him. Look at the rank of the minister. There's an onenarium. There's, there's a difference between inviting Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams and, and there's a difference of in, inviting me that i'm talking to you because when it when we talk about rank i am nowhere near that man when you are inviting great men like reverend clement and chaba and it the onenerob is different from inviting me because i am nowhere close they are experienced and the blessing and the anointing upon their life i am nowhere close i have just begun so when you are inviting them they are on an area must be different. It is it must really honor them. Hallelujah. I might communicate to somebody. So if the person is a very senior minister, the on an area must be a corresponding or must be correspondingly substantial. Hallelujah. Don't take this for granted at all. I am talking about guidelines that will help you to be able to give a good on an area to a visiting minister. Hallelujah. The next thing to consider or some of the things to consider in determining on a narrow to an invited minister or to a guest minister is that a good on a narrow is calculated by the number of days a person ministers. So one of the things that you must consider in giving a good on a narrow is the number of days that the person came to minister. If the person is ministry for one day, it, it can also determine the number or the the, 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 the quantum of the onenarium. If the person is being invited for three days, for one week, all these things speaks a lot in 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 the onenarium that you give to the person. Hallelujah. A good onenarium is also determined by the impact of the visiting ministers. There are impacts. Let me tell you something. When Archbishop Nicola Dacano visits church, the impact alone determines the onenarium that must be given hallelujah so try as much as possible to consider all those things when you are inviting a man of god another thing to consider when you are giving an onenarium to a visiting or a guest minister is that on the, that onenarium should not be given to the visiting minister in full public please when the person comes to minister in your church and you are about to give him or her an onenarium don't do it in full glare of the public or when everybody is around. That is when you are not giving the person envelope. It shows it is not respectful. Do it in your office or do it honorably in, 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 in secret. Hallelujah. Don't wait for everybody to be present and don't say, G.Y., where they are, they mouth. No, it is very bad. Hallelujah. Don't forget we are talking about things to consider when giving a good on an area. The next one is that the visiting minister may sign a voucher or receipt for the annual for accounting purposes. So sometimes, if the ministry is a very uh, structured ministry, a visiting minister will need to sign a voucher for those things. Hallelujah. And it is done because of 
uh, accountability. Okay? Now, the onenero should be prepared before the meeting. Please, as in as much as, po in as much as possible, please prepare the onenero before the meeting. Don't depend on the offering. Structure it. Have a figure down. And then, immediately the man of God finishes, present it to them. Hallelujah. This is to avoid very long delay in paying the onenarium. Some churches even forget to pay any onenarium at all. It is often more difficult to pay the onenarium long after the minister has left than it is paid immediately after the program. So please try as much as possible to do these things. Hallelujah. God bless you so much. Last but not the least, the visiting minister should be refreshed briefly and then politely escorted away. Okay? The visiting minister must what? Refresh briefly. Okay? That is why it is very important that as a church, you should have an office. Because you cannot refresh the visiting minister in your church or at the place where you are sitting. It is very bad. I can see my brother Daniel Amachi Pipra, Apostle Daniel Amachi Pipra. God bless you for connecting. Hallelujah. So, this is where time will permit us to be and I believe that it is a blessing unto you. Your life will never be the same after this broadcast. We are left with one day. That is tomorrow, morning and evening. Morning is 10 o'clock, evening is 7 o'clock. We will come your way again. And tomorrow, we will be talking about ethics for the traveling minister. The, the minister travel, Jesus travel, Paul travel, Peter travel. Ministry will always make you to travel. So tomorrow... We are going to talk about the ethics for the traveling minister, you the traveling minister, the kind of things that you must be able to know and the kind of and the way you must handle yourself. Hallelujah. I have traveled to many places in Ghana from the north to the middle belt to the south. Okay? And some of the things that I'll share with you are through experience, and some of the things that I'll share with you are through the things that I have learned. Hallelujah. And I am always ready and I'm always happy to be a blessing unto you. And I believe that your life will never be the same. Hallelujah. So tomorrow morning, we will be hitting on ethics for the traveling minister. We will talk about some of the things that you must do as a traveling minister. As a traveling minister, we'll talk about some of the things you must do. Hallelujah. So please stay tuned for tomorrow. I will come your way again so we fellowship together and I believe that it's going to be a blessing unto us. Hallelujah. God bless you, my friend, Apostle Godfrey Lamy, for watching.
Okay, so thank you very much for today. This is the day two of the three days pastoral ethics. Hallelujah. I believe that you are being blessed and I believe that God is polishing and preparing us for a great move in the kingdom. God bless you so much. Let me say a word of prayer so that we close. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the day two of this season two of this program. I thank you for the grace and I thank you for blessing many people online. I pray that anybody watching me will receive a ministry and will receive a glorious one, of course, that will lead to the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, oh God, that use our life to correct the canker and the chaos in the ministry of today. Raise us, oh God, as an end time army that will bring glory to heaven. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. Amen. God bless you for connecting. I am Pastor Stanley Sowa of Stanley Sowa Ministries and the lead pastor of Solemn Presence Arena Spa, where important things happen to humanity. Don't forget, tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock, I shall come your way again with ethics for the visiting minister, and your life will never be the same. God bless you. I love you, but Jesus Christ loves you more. Bye-bye. God bless you once again for joining us for the season two of our weekend ministerial course. Hallelujah. I believe that the season one was a blessing unto many. And I believe that this season two is also a blessing. God bless you so much for connecting and for always making time to be part of this broadcast, I believe that it is shaping a lot of lives and it is impacting a lot of people. Hallelujah. God bless you so much. God bless you so much for connecting. Today I had a, a message from a fellow all the way from Kumasi talking and then he told me about how the broadcast is being a blessing unto him. I also met one man of God in town today and he also told me about how the broadcast is being a blessing unto him. So we are so happy that you are part of this broadcast and I know that God is raising an army and that army will be blameless and will give glory to God. Hallelujah. Ministry must be done in such a way that others must see and give glory to God. Ministry must be done in such a way that many will see you and give glory to your Father in heaven. Hallelujah. So, you can be anointed, you can be gifted, 
you can be you you can be web based you can know the scriptures but if you don't know how to carry yourself well you will put the ministry into disrepute and that is why pastoral ethics is very important and let me tell you somebody that pastoral ethics is not strictly in code for pastors but it is for anybody and everybody that is in ministry you can be a, a music minister and this these things that we are mentioning will help you hallelujah god bless you so much for tonight this morning we spoke about this morning we spoke about um features of an honorable invitation i want to just recap on it and then move straight to this uh, to today's assignment number one thing that we mentioned is that for you to invite a man of god honorably number one invite the minister to an important and well attended occasion hallelujah number two unless impossible be present at the service for which you invited the person number three the senior pastor should introduce the visiting minister himself number four during the introduction refer to your guest by his official title for example the title he or she accords to himself number six find out his full name and pronounce it correctly number seven use the full and proper name of the church and ministry number eight do not be surprised if you if you are unable to establish relationship with some minister don't be surprised about that number nine do not be surprised if some ministers abandon you okay do not be surprised if they abandon you and then number 10 show respect to pastor to pastor who are inviting your church but are not ministering show respect to them hallelujah so this morning we spoke about that and then we launched into how to show respect to senior colleagues and we spoke about how when a senior colleague visits your church number one acknowledge his presence or even if a colleague a friend a, 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 a minister of god it visits your fellowship or your church even if he or she is not ministering please acknowledge his presence and one way of doing that is that you can invite him to the pulpit to say hello to the congregation and another way of doing that is that you just let him wave to the congregation or stand on his feet and wave to the congregation it is a way of acknowledging the presence of the minister of God. Let me tell you, it's not easy to leave your church and come to come to another church and just say, I'm just come to visit you and I'm just come to fellowship with you. So anytime you have the opportunity to be to 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 to, to have a minister of God in your occasion or in your fellowship, please take your time and acknowledge their presence. It will do your ministry a lot of good. Hallelujah. Another thing is that do not use a senior colleague as an aid to demonstrate a point when they come to your ministry. Do not call a senior colleague with his nickname. It is bad. Another thing is that please do not go and lay hands on a senior colleague when they invite, when they visit your ministry, your fellowship. Don't do that. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 7 says that the greater is the one that blesses the lesser. Hallelujah. So don't make that mistake. Don't be moved by youthful exuberance in the name of your being led by the Spirit. No, the Spirit of God does not contradict the Word of God. Am I communicating to somebody? 
So always be alert and don't lay hands on a senior minister that have, that have visited your ministry, your church, or something that you are doing. Okay? Now, refer to him by his title and not by his first name. Refer to, if he's a reverend, refer to him by the reverend. reverend. If he's a chief apostle, add the chief to the apostle. If he's a pastor, say he's a pastor. Don't go and be mentioning some name or just mention one of his name. No, it's not good. It's not ethical. These things that we are learning will help you a lot. Hallelujah. So that was for this morning. But this evening, we are going to move straight to ethics for handling visiting ministers. Ethics for handling visiting ministers. Along the way, we will realize that some of the things intertwine and some of the things, they, 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 they correlate. Hallelujah. And I believe that after this teaching, we will know how to be able to handle visiting ministers. God bless you so much. Hallelujah. Now, straight to the point. If you have your pen and your, and, and your book, get ready. We are about to mention some things. And I believe that it's going to be of a great blessing even unto you. God bless you. Get prepared with your pen and your, and your book. You may not need it today, but you will need it tomorrow and maybe for the rest of your life. These are simple things, but they make great impact in ministry. Hallelujah. Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. And don't forget, the heart of ethics is principle. So this principle is what makes you a principality in life. Hallelujah. God bless you and get ready for tonight's teaching. Thank you. I assume that you are set for tonight as well. We will not take much of your time, but please stay tuned and then receive these things into your spirit and into your books. Hallelujah. And I believe that it's going to bless you a lot. Before I start, let me acknowledge few men of God online. Uh, I can see evangelist Josh Banda. God bless you so much. God bless you so much for connecting senior man of God. God bless you. I acknowledge your presence. I can see my beautiful, sweet, sexy, romantic wife online, Soa Sisi. She said, looking, I'm looking very great as usual. And he said, anointing for freshness. More grace, Papa. More grace, Mommy. God bless you. I can see Prophet Henry Ahenekwa, a great man of God of prayer fest. God bless you. Word fest. God bless you so much for everything and for what you are doing in the kingdom. You are a pillar. And you are a great mover in the kingdom. We acknowledge you and I love you so, so much. Yeah, and Prophet Henry Ahimkwa said, following, following, God bless you. Amen. God bless you too, man of God. I can see uh, brother Tony Brafue. God bless you so much, great man of God. When I heard the testimony about your life from my friend Prophet Kafwe Dong, I was so happy and God bless you for what you stand for in the kingdom and what you are doing in the kingdom. May the Lord strengthen you 
And may the Lord make his face shine upon you and give you peace as you continue to support the agenda of the kingdom. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And I can see my own sister and a woman of God. I call her also of Mami Slave Queen. She is a very great woman of God, Edna Collinsia Banfo. She says she's watching me live. God bless you for watching me live. I know that your life will never be the same. And I can see my brother, Pastor Samuel Opoku Apia, also watching. God bless you so much. I am so happy when I see my colleague and my people. That and, and it shows that we are together and, 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 and we are solidly going somewhere. Hallelujah. Prophet Henry Ahimkwa says, he's set for tonight. I am also set for you. We are about to fly into the air. Hallelujah. And I know that our life will never be the same so quickly. Okay, amen. I can see the man of God, Nana Kwame Karis, also saying, God bless me. God bless you also. Man of God, I don't take your association for granted at all. I want, you to, I want you to know that I love you and I don't take it for granted. God bless you for always being part of us. I can see my brother all the way from uh, UDS University for Development Studies, William Okai. God bless you, great man. And uh, uh, I love you so much. It's been a long time. I pray that one day we will meet and then we will fellowship together. And uh, brother Tony Bradford say amen and God bless me. God bless you too, man of God. I love you so much. Quickly, let's just move uh, to today's uh, broadcast. I believe that our life will never be the same. This morning, the network was so bad, but it's like this evening, we have been favored. And we just pray that it will be sustained as it is. Hallelujah. Um, in the next 30 minutes, we'll be out of this place. So stay connected. Please, you can share the broadcast. Help somebody. Let somebody know what is happening here online. And I know that your life will never be the same. So today, we are talking about ethics for handling visiting ministers. Let me tell you something. Visiting ministers are the most important people in your service for that day. Visiting ministers. When you invite an invited guest, please, that person is the most important person for the ministry for that day. Don't take him or her for granted. You invited him for a reason. Treat him well. This morning we saw the scripture in Matthew where the ruler knelt before Jesus and he said, please come to my house. It is a sign of honor. It is a sign of honor for the anointing. This morning I said anointing is costly than gold and diamond. Anointing must not be taken for granted. As a matter of fact, the Bible said that every good and perfect gift comes from God. It means that anointing is perfection. Anointing is good. So anytime you are relating with an anointed person, please treat them very well. A visiting minister is the most important person for the occasion. The visiting minister is very important and must be treated as such. Hallelujah. Unfortunately, many resident pastors do not know how to relate appropriately with a visiting minister. And sometimes I believe that it is because they themselves are not really into this itinerary ministry. Okay, so I believe that this broadcast is going to help us. I made a lot of mistake and of inviting or treating 50 ministers. And I'm still learning and I'm still learning. Hallelujah. God bless you. Now, this is often because the 50 ministers themselves have never been invited before or they have never been invited to preach somewhere before. Okay, the wrong handling of a visiting minister often leads to offenses, especially if the relationship is not really strong. Okay? If the relationship is not really strong, 
when you when you treat them wrongly it leads to offenses it also leads to breaking of vital relationships because relationship when you are building it is not easy when you get one or you get one you get two please keep it very well keep it very well it will bless you hallelujah so let's look at some things that we must observe so please observe the observe therefore the following standard in your relationship with visiting ministers i want to uh, say this thing before i continue please this is not a bible school this is a school of ministry this is ministry okay bible school is good but i'm not here to teach you bible i believe that many people that are watching they are deep but these things that we are looking at are they are things that we learn in ministry or you must know in ministry hallelujah God bless you. At a better time or as at, a, 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 at a favorable time, we may go into Bible ministry where we will, we, will, we will search the Bible and talk deep things in the Word of God. But for this uh, session, we are talking about purely ministry and we are just focusing on pastoral ethics. We have mentioned a lot of things and today we are handling ethics for handling visiting ministers. Number one, invite ministers personally and follow up follow it up with a letter what did i say invite the minister personally and follow it up with a letter it's very important hello it is very important one without the other does not make it complete so you can call invite them papa can you make it to our meeting man of god can we make it can you make it to our meeting Bishop, please, and we will be very happy if uh, you can bless us in our meeting or our coming event. Now, after that, if possible, follow it up with a letter. If you are not so close to the person, because these days, I think the post office are not really working well, but you can send an email, you can send a letter, something in the written form to the person. Please, it shows honor. Hallelujah. It shows honor. Number two, the visiting minister should be welcome at his point of entry. What I'm trying to say is that if the visiting minister is coming from Kumasi and the visiting minister will get to a junction, please meet him or her at the junction. Don't be on phone and be saying, but you're far right, far left. Please, it is very bad. It is very bad. It is very unethical. Meet the visiting minister at the junction or at his point of entry if the person is coming with a plane meet the person at the airport hello this is very important this is very very important hallelujah so if the external minister is coming from another location as much as possible a minister of his rank must receive him at the airport so what i'm trying to say is that even if the minister will be alighting at the airport don't send your your ushers to go and welcome the person. It is very bad. Go yourself if you are available. Meet the person yourself. Welcome him yourself. Don't treat him like an entity. Please, even if you are doing him a favor, at least give him a sense of importance before he even holds your microphone to minister. So meet him. And if you are not able to meet the person yourself, please, in the name of God, Send important delegates to the person. Let them dress well. No people in Nika. Let them dress well to uh, meet him. It is very important. 
These things will bless your ministry as well. Okay. And this thing that I just said also applies to it when the minister is also departing from town. When the minister is also departing from town, you must also accord him that same respect. Take him to a point where he's going to pick the VIP or be going to pick the, 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 the plane. Hallelujah. For example, if the plane comes to minister to you, make sure you pick a car. Let him alight at maybe the VIP station. Don't just say bye-bye at the gate of the church. It is very bad. It is unethical. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number three. The visiting minister should sit next to the inviting minister or invited minister. The visiting minister or the person inviting you must sit by the person invited in the church. Don't go and put the person you, are in, you have invited at the far end of the of the chair and you'll be at the far end it is not good sit together okay sit together there's a question that the visiting minister would like to do what will ask you so that it will be very easy for him to talk to you it will be very easy for him to request for some things that he may need during the service it is very important so please if you invite a man of god sit by him in service sit by him in service Hallelujah. Number four. Refer to the invited minister by the official designated name. Okay? When you are inviting the minister that you have invited or the guest minister, please use the name that he, he used for himself. He, if he, he says he's a prophet, I beg, add the prophet. If he says he's a reverend minister, please add the reverend minister. Please, if you say he's a chief apostle, make it a chief apostle. If it's doctor, doctor, professor, chief apostle, add everything. It's very important. It's a good way of handling a visiting minister. It will bless you. Hallelujah. If the person is a general overseer, don't go and say general superintendent. The person might be offended. So please, in as much as possible, Accord him the name that he has accorded himself. It's very important. Hallelujah. Number five. Know the full name of the church of your invited guest. If his church is Lighthouse Chapel, don't go and say Light Chapel. If his church is Omega House, don't go and say Omega Room. If his, if his church is Solemn Present Arena, don't go and be saying other things. Hallelujah. So be very critical. Try to know every name of that person. It is important to acknowledge the name of the minister. It's very important. Now, the next thing I would like us to know in handling a visiting minister is that identify and introduce the visiting minister's delegates. Some people come with a lot of their associates, their wife. They sometimes come with their senior colleagues and things. Please, in as much as possible, be able to know the people that came with him. Acknowledge them during your introduction of the man of God. Because it is not easy to come to your, your church with all these people. So when they come with other people, take time. Don't be in a rush. Take time. Acknowledge them. If you came with the wife, please take your time and introduce the wife nicely. She is an important person. Okay? So anytime you get 
the opportunity to invite a man of God. When the person comes with his entourage, please make sure you know the person that the people that he came with and try as much as possible to acknowledge all of them. It is very important. Don't forget, we are talking about ethics for handling visiting ministers. Hallelujah. Ethics for handling visiting ministers. The next point is that use the proper name of the invited ministers, ministers church. Like I said earlier, not remembering correctly the name gives the impression that you are dealing with a, a, a non-entity or an unimportant person or an unimportant church. And it is very unfortunate. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay? Please make sure you know the name. Names are very important. Make sure you know the name of the church your guest is coming from. Don't just treat that thing casually. It is very bad. Number or the next one. Give the external minister adequate time to minister. When you invite a man of God, don't go and be giving the man of God 10 minutes, 5 minutes. It, it, it shows that you don't respect the anointing upon the man of God. Give the guest that you have invited adequate time to minister. After 10 minutes, don't go and be writing things and put, be putting it on the, the, the pulpit. Please, it is not good. It is very bad. It is very bad. When you invite a man of God, that's not the time for you to be showing that you are a major prophet or you are the prophet of prophets. And Master, if you know that you will prophesy, don't invite him. When he comes, give him ample time to move and to minister. Hallelujah. It will bless you. It will bless you. The next point is that introduce your guest minister with excitement. Don't frown. No matter your condition, no matter the situation in which you find yourself, never ever introduce a guest minister with a frown face. Be excited. And let your congregation be excited about his presence. It's very important. I'm talking about ethics for handling visiting ministers. Hallelujah. The next one is an outline and explain specifically to the external minister any function or expectation you may have of him. Okay? For example, if you want him to raise funds, if you want him to dedicate something, Okay? Let him know it before he mount the board. Don't surprise him. Okay? So, explain specifically to the external minister whatever you want him to do in detail. Discuss it with him. In detail. Don't surprise your guests. Am I communicating? Now, all condition of the external minister should be clearly defined prior or before his arrival. Okay? Every condition. For example, his financial, transportation, accommodation arrangement. The minister must be given the option to decide whether he will come in spite of the condition that you are offering him. So please, his transportation, his accommodation, his traveling, please discuss him with him properly before he comes. Don't surprise him. Don't overlook those things. If the person is coming from afar, spend time and discuss it with him. It is a good way of handling a visiting minister. Hallelujah. Now, the ordinarium and all expenses can and must be discussed in many cases before the minister accepts the 
invitation. On a nerium is simply the honor you bestow or or you uh, to, to or you give to the man of God in the form of money or in the form of provision. Hallelujah. So the onenarium must be discussed well before the minister leaves wherever he is coming from. This is especially important if the minister is coming from a long place or a distant place. You may wrongly assume that the ministering, visiting minister will only incur the cost of his plane ticket. But you may not know that he didn't only he's not only incurring the cost of his transportation, but for all you know, he picked car to the to, to lodge around the airport so that early morning he, he will be able to catch the plane so that he will get to your place very early. So discuss it with the visiting minister very well so that you know the onenarium to be given unto him. So because of this, let me quickly branch and talk about some, some things that you must consider when you are giving a man of God an onenarium. Onenarium is simply the money or the provision you make for a man of God before they leave. Hallelujah. Number one, a good onenarium should include expenses and blessings. When I talk about expenses, I'm talking about his transportation. I'm talking about his accommodation. I'm talking about his well-being. A good onenarium must include his expenses and then a blessing. Okay? It is very important. Luke chapter 6 verse 33. Luke chapter 6 verse 33. I'm saying that a good onenarium should include expenses and blessing. If I'm talking about a blessing, I'm talking about something that you just use to say, Father, thank you, or man of God, thank you for coming. It doesn't include any expenses or accommodation. It doesn't include any of those things. Out of your heart or out of the genuineness of the ministry, man of God, we are blessing with this thing. So a good onenarium is not only a blessing, but a good onenarium includes the the... The, the expenses of the man of God. Let's look at something in Luke chapter 6 verse 31. Luke 6 31. Yes. It says. It says. It says. Do, do to others. Do to others. As you would have them do to as you. As you will have them do to you. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. So please. When you are considering an onenarium for a man of God, remember that they will do unto you what you want them to do unto. Hallelujah. So, do unto others what you want others to do unto you. It is very important. Hallelujah. Number two, a visiting minister's rank also determines what a good onenarium should be. Look at the rank of the minister before you consider the onenarium given to him. Look at the rank of the minister. There's an onenarium. There's, there's a difference between inviting Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams and, and there's a difference of in, inviting me that I'm talking to you. Because when, it, when we talk about rank, I am nowhere near that man. When you are inviting great men like Reverend Clement Anchaba, and the onenarium is different from inviting me because I am nowhere close. They are experienced and that blessing and the anointing upon their life. I am nowhere close. I have just begun. So when you are inviting them, their onenarium must be different. It, is, it must really honor them. Hallelujah. I might communicate to somebody. 
So if the person is a very senior minister, the onenero must be a corresponding or must be correspondingly substantial. Hallelujah. Don't take this for granted at all. I am talking about guidelines that will help you to be able to give a good onenero to a visiting minister. Hallelujah. The next thing to consider or some of the things to consider in determining on a narrow to an invited minister or to a guest minister is that a good on a narrow is calculated by the number of days a person ministers. So one of the things that you must consider in giving a good on a narrow is the number of days that the person came to minister. If the person is ministry for one day, it, it can also determine the number or the the, 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 the quantum of the onenarium. If the person is being invited for three days, for one week, all these things speaks a lot in 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 the onenarium that you give to the person. Hallelujah. A good onenarium is also determined by the impact of the visiting ministers. There are impacts. Let me tell you something. When Archbishop Nicola Dacano visits the impact alone determines the onenarium that must be given hallelujah so try as much as possible to consider all those things when you are inviting a man of god another thing to consider when you are giving an onenarium to a visiting or a guest minister is that on a, that onenarium should not be given to the visiting minister in full public please when the person comes to minister in your church and you are about to give him or her an onenarium don't do it in full glare of the public or when everybody is around. That is when you are not giving the person envelope. It shows it is not respectful. Do it in your office or do it honorably in, 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 in secret. Hallelujah. Don't wait for everybody to be present and not say, G.Y., where they are, they out. No, it is very bad. Hallelujah. Don't forget, we are talking about things to consider when giving a good on an area. The next one is that. The visiting minister may sign a voucher or receipt for the annual for accounting purposes. So sometimes, if the ministry is a very uh, structured ministry, a visiting minister will need to sign a voucher for those things. Hallelujah. And it is done because of uh, accountability. Okay? Now, the onenero should be prepared before the meeting. Please, uh, in as much as possible, please, Prepare the onenario before the meeting. Don't depend on the offering. Structure it. Have a figure down. And then, immediately the man of God finishes, present it to them. Hallelujah. This is to avoid very long delay in paying the onenario. Some churches even forget to pay any onenario at all. It is often more difficult to pay the honorarium long after the minister has left, that it is paid immediately after the program. So please try as much as possible to do these things. Hallelujah. God bless you so much. Last but not the least, the visiting minister should be refreshed briefly and then politely escorted away. Okay? The visiting minister must what? Refresh briefly. Okay? That is why... It is very important that as a church you should have an office because you cannot refresh the visiting minister in your church or at the place where you are sitting. It is very bad. I can see my brother Daniel Amachi Pipra, Apostle Daniel Amachi Pipra. God bless you for connecting. Hallelujah. So, this is where time will permit us to 
big and I believe that it's a blessing unto you. Your life will never be the same after this broadcast. We are left with one day. That is tomorrow, morning and evening. Morning is 10 o'clock, evening is 7 o'clock. We will come your way again. And tomorrow, we will be talking about ethics for the traveling minister. The, the minister travel, Jesus travel, Paul travel, Peter travel. Ministry will always make you to travel. So tomorrow, we are going to talk about the ethics for the traveling minister, you the traveling minister. The kind of things that you must be able to know and the kind of and the way you must handle yourself. Hallelujah. I have traveled to many places in Ghana from the north to the middle belt to the south. Okay? And some of the things that I'll share with you are through experience and some of the things that I'll share with you are through the things that I have learned. Hallelujah. And I am always ready and I'm always happy to be a blessing unto you. And I believe that your life will never be the same. Hallelujah. So tomorrow morning, we will be hitting on ethics for the traveling minister. We will talk about some of the things that you must do as a traveling minister. As a traveling minister, we will talk about some of the things you must do. Hallelujah. So please stay tuned for tomorrow. I will come your way again. So we fellowship together. And I believe that it's going to be a blessing unto us. Hallelujah. God bless you, my friend, Apostle Godfrey Lab, for watching. So thank you very much for today. This is the day two of the three days pastoral ethics. Hallelujah. I believe that you are being blessed and I believe that God is polishing and preparing us for a great move in the kingdom. God bless you so much. Let me say a word of prayer so that we close. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the day two of this season two of this program. I thank you for the grace and I thank you for blessing many people online. I pray that anybody watching me will receive a ministry and will receive a glorious one, of course, that will lead to the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, oh God, that use our life to correct the canker and the chaos in the ministry of today. Raise us, oh God, as an end-time army that will bring glory to heaven. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. Amen. God bless you for connecting. I am Pastor Stanley Sowa of Stanley Sowa Ministries and the lead pastor of Solemn Presence Arena Spa, where important things happen to humanity. Don't forget, tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock, I shall come your way again with ethics for the visiting minister, and your life will never be the same. God bless you. I love you by Jesus Christ. 
loves you more. Bye-bye.